You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to Halos in the Infield. My name is Fernando Mendez, and I'm uh, doing something a little different today. Coming at you solo tonight. Just wanted to go ahead and provide you guys with a little bit of content. So uh, let's go ahead and dive right into it, shall we? So the Angels just got done uh, playing a uh, you know fairly poorly played series versus Seattle. So let's start off with Friday's game, September 24th. The Angels went ahead and lost 6-5, to five, and that was their final series of the season against, or at, well, at home is what I meant to say. And like I said, it was against the Seattle Mariners. So our old friend Joe Smith got the win that day. Uh, Herge got the loss. He's now 2-2 two two with a 4.50 ERA. Had a home run from uh, Ty France of the Mariners. That was his 18th of the season. And Max Stassi hit his 12th of the year. So, like I said, that was a 6-5 loss. Uh, We had Suarez in that game. Pitched five innings, four in red. So, certainly not his best start of the year. He now has a 3.86 ERA for the season. So, um... You know, Suarez has been very hot and cold uh, for the year. He was great as a reliever coming out of the bullpen, a long reliever. Uh, Certainly earned himself an opportunity to pitch out of the starting rotation. And, you know, you have some days where Jose Suarez is just absolutely great. And then you have some days where he's, you know, about average, maybe a little above average. In his last seven games... He has a 3.79 ERA. In his last 15 games, he has a 4.46 ERA, and that's through 13 starts. And in his last 30 games, he has that 3.86 ERA that we had just mentioned. Now, he has thrown 93.1 innings this year, so, you know, could be in a situation where he hits that 100 plateau. I certainly hope so. 80 strikeouts, so 1.24. You know, I mean, this is a 23-year-old kid. That's what a lot of us don't always remember. So, you know, his flashes of potential have absolutely been there. You know, has he earned himself a spot necessarily for next year? I mean, that's really going to depend on spring training, I feel. It's really going to depend on the moves that the Angels are able to make over the offseason. Now, the offseason and the moves that we are, A, hoping to make and B, will make is probably a topic of discussion for, hey, the foreseeable future because, as we all know, the season is about to end and... Once again, our Angels are going to fall short of making the playoffs help. They're going to fall short yet again of a 500 season, which, of course, is not something that you like to see. Speaking of something that you do not like to see, let's talk about something you do love to see. So let's go to Saturday the 24th. The Angels go ahead and win the game 14-1. Now, this was a game where the Angels had almost everything clicking for them. Uh, Diaz picked up, uh, it's Jonathan Diaz, right? He has a very unique spelling of his name. But uh, he did pick up his first win. That's for two games. He has a 3.12 ERA in 8.2 innings pitch, six strikeouts. You know, so it's nice to see a rookie come up, um, have a good response to a not-so-good Major League debut. You know, that's the thing with Major League Baseball. you got to have a short-term memory. It's not exactly about your first start. 
It's about your most recent start. Baseball has always been a game about what have you done for me lately. And as of right now, Diaz doesn't leave a bad taste in the uh, in the mouth of Angels fans. And hopefully he can end the year on a positive note. If this was how we ended the year and he's not going to get another chance to come up and make an impact, then hey, so be it. At least he ended on a positive note. So for his sake and for the sake of the Angels, I really hope that um, – this was viewed in a positive light by him, and he thinks to himself, hey, you know what? I ended up strong, but, uh, you know, hey, time will tell if he gets a spot start, if that was it. You know, you never really know with the Angels. I mean, as of right now, Shohei Otani isn't expected to pitch again, but, hey, as of next week, who knows? Or I get as of next series, who knows? I keep wanting to say next week, but, guys, season's over, basically. We do not have much baseball left. Uh, but back to the game on Saturday. A uh, lot, an offensive explosion for sure. I mean, yeah, Brandon Marsh, two hits. Otani, uh, two for three. Phil Goslin, two for three. Uh, Walsh, four for five. Absolutely great game for Walsh. Uh, two for four out of Rahifo, a.k.a. the Fugitive. Uh, so, you know, offensive explosion for sure. 14 hits and 14 runs. Uh, in Seattle, like I said, only had one run and six hits. Now, uh, Jaime Berea only went ahead and pitched two innings. I do believe that was the game where he came out due to a little bit of an injury. And, uh, yeah, Diaz came in. Those seven shutout innings uh, did well. Did give up a run, but it was almost about as shutout as you can get. He very well was not overmatched. It was just a well-pitched game. You know, something we're not used to seeing, a starting pitcher. And, obviously, he did come out of the bullpen in that game. But... He has been used as a starter, going seven innings pitch. Absolutely great. So, you know, Saturday was obviously the exception of that series because that was not a very well-played series by the Angels except for that game on Saturday where the offense was just absolutely clicking. Uh, now, 27th. But sorry, the 26th, which was a Sunday. The Angels went ahead and lost 5-1. to one. Uh, Gonzalez. Uh, Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners did go ahead and get his 10th win of the season. He was 10-5 and five with the 4.0 ERA. Kahata picked up the loss. Now, that was a game where Shohei Otani got the start, and Shohei Otani had a very, very strong performance. Seven innings pitched, five hits, one run. It was an earned run. Did not walk any and struck out 10. Now, Shohei Otani has gotten much more dominant in the mound in the sense of his strike zone has been great. He has dominated in terms of throwing strikes. He's been going after guys. He's been challenging guys lately. Now, at the beginning of the season, we were very worried because of the fact that he was pitching around guys. He was almost afraid to attack people, if you will. But lately... He's done a very good job of limiting those walks. Now, Shohei Otani has been absolutely stunning over his last, uh, you know, couple games. Um, in his last uh, three starts, he has... Oh, so his last two starts. So the 26th gave up one run. The 19th in eight innings gave up two runs. Absolutely great, but you know, right before that, he did have a clunker in Houston, only uh, giving up six earned runs and only pitching three innings. But, you know, Shohei Otani <clears throat> has continued to prove that he has the most talent out of 
anyone in baseball. He simply didn't get any run support. And when they bring in Kahada, he gives up the two earned runs. Warren comes out, gives up another earned run, and uh, that's basically all she wrote after that. I mean, the Angels were just basically out of it the entire time. They did score a run in the second inning. And uh, if I remember correctly, that was because of a Kurt Suzuki home run. Yes, it was. in the, And uh, that was his sixth of the season. Uh, in the second inning off of Gonzalez, and uh, that was with one out in the inning. So, you know, Kurt Suzuki gave him a situation where, hey, they scored a run, but it's very hard to win a Major League Baseball game when you only score one run, and especially when you only get three hits. Shohei Otani did his job, limited the Mariners' offense, but, you know, unfortunately, it's impractical to think that Shohei Otani is going to come out every single week and pitch nine shutout innings. It's just not feasible. And sometimes it is going to happen because Shohei Otani is that good. But, you know, he's been overworked this year. It's no secret. He's been overused. So naturally, I mean, I'm not going to complain about him giving us seven innings. What more do you want the guy to do? He hits. He pitches. Shohei Otani is and has been the man. But unfortunately, he comes up short of getting his 10th win of the season. Now, Monday was an off day for the Angels. Now, while we speak of the off day, let me take a moment to plug the Red Bubble merchandise. Disney-branded shirts, Jared Walsh t-shirts, Joe Adele t-shirts, almost Everything is available on our Redbubble merch. Now, everything in terms of the merchandise you are looking for. You need a new comforter? We gotcha. You want a new shower curtain? We gotcha. A new hat, shirts, sweaters, really? If it exists, chances are Redbubble has it. Hell, get yourself a new Angel's Clock. All at Redbubble. Check it out. Awesome items. We thank you guys in advance. As of right now, all the proceeds for our merchandise is going to the children's hospitals in Orange County. Super excited to help such a great cause. Now, the Angels are currently playing a series in Texas. Game one, they lost two to five. Not much offense coming out of the Angels in that game other than a Max Stassi home run. And then today, which is Wednesday, the 29th, the Angels win 7-2. Now, in that 7-2 game, Shohei Otani shows off wheels to make history. Shohei Otani has just been absolutely incredible this year. There's literally no way around it. And, you know... We can sit here all day and talk about how great Otani has been, and, you know, we probably will. I wouldn't be surprised if we have an off-season episode where we just really do a deep dive into what we've truly seen out of Shoei Otani. He went two for five uh, today. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just been absolutely incredible. I mean, uh, he stole two stolen bases, uh, 26 stolen bases for the season. I mean, what more can we say about the guy? The guy's batting two fifty eight. Like I told you, he's got an ERA in the, in the 3.5s. 
He is going to fall just short of his 10th win, but how great would that have been if he was able to pull that off? And it's not necessarily his fault. He's kept the Angels inside of games. The Angels have just not given him the run support that he's deserved. And we'll dive a little bit more into Shohei Otani and some of the offseason comments or some of the seasons he's some of the comments he has made to wrap up the season. I apologize. It's a little late. I'm slurring my words. Phil Goslin, one hit today. Captain Jack Mayfield, a hit. Suzuki, a hit. Walsh, a hit. Uh, Taylor Ward getting called up today. Gets a hit. And Luis Renifo also gets a hit. Junk, 4.1 innings, two earned runs. And, I mean, that was it. Uh, that was all that uh, Texas got today. Warren, Kahada, Mayers, Seashek. Uh, and uh, Rysel Iglesias. All no runs. And like I said, Texas Rangers uh, only comes along with two runs. 7-2 to is the score. The Angels do win the game today. Uh, just a well-played game by the Angels. Well-played is certainly not something we can say very often about the Angels. You know, they've been playing some very bad baseball this season. There's no way around it. It's truly unfortunate. I mean, obviously this isn't what we expected to see out of our Angels. You know, nobody wanted the Angels to get as injured as they have. Nobody wanted to see them in a situation where they're 75 and 83 near the end of the season. Just, you know, the injury bug hit them hard. There's, it's, it's the unfortunate reality of what the Angels have dealt with all year and really over the last seven years injuries 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 it's cost them a lot of wins it's cost them a lot of it's cost them multiple opportunities to make the playoffs i mean when you close your eyes you think about the last you know half decade of angels baseball it's just oh there's an injury oh there's an injury oh garrett richards is hurt oh matt shoemaker is hurt you know the list goes on and on of key players that have been injured that have Definitely been the reason the Angels haven't been to playoffs. Sure, starting pitching. Sure, lack of performance in certain positions, of course. But that's something that most teams deal with. Most teams deal with lack of performance. Most teams deal with injuries. Most deals. Most teams deal with having a shortage of starting pitching or having a shortage of relief pitching. It's not uncommon, but the problem is that the Angels just have not rose to the occasion. Never. It's just the last half decade has just been the team underperforming all the way around. Sure, you've had the guys like Mike Trout. Sure, you've had surprises this year. Like, I mean, show me on time. Everyone knew what he was capable of, but nobody knew he was capable of this. I don't care what people say. I don't think anybody would have expected Shohei Otani to be a frontrunner for an MVP right now. Flirting with an MVP? Sure. That might not have been surprising. But remember, Otani has always been a thought in our mind of what we've hoped. This is the first year that we have truly seen the Shohei Otani experiment pan out. Has it been perfect? Absolutely not. It's come with its fair share of failure for stretches of time. But Shohei Otani overall has been a very fun player to watch in his time here in Anaheim. Now, speaking of Shohei Otani, he's been in the news right now because of a quote he said. I'm going to talk a little bit about it right now. Um, because, you know, it's something that we're probably going to be talking about for, you know, the entire offseason. So, Shohei Otani, and I quote, I really like the team. I love the fans and the atmosphere of the team. But more than that, I want to win. 
That's the biggest thing for me. So I'll leave it at that. Okay, so obviously there's a little bit of a language barrier here. So, you know, something can always be lost in translation and taken, you know, I don't want to say out of context because I'm sure that's more or less what he meant to say. But the, so I'll leave it at that is the part that comes off as really harsh, right? Um, so that's the part where I kind of look at it and I'm like, eh, is that exactly what he meant? Now, Shomi Otani wants to win. Everybody wants to win. Nobody plays the game to lose. But something interesting I heard by Mark DeRosa of MLB Network was the fact that Shohei Otani had multiple teams. Almost every team in baseball wanted Shohei Otani. He had the opportunity to go to, go to the Padres, the Yankees, the Cubs, Seattle. Really, the list is almost endless as far as baseball teams. Almost everybody wanted Shohei Otani. He was adamant that he wanted to play on a West Coast team, and that's fine. But, I mean, let's think back to the Angels, the offseason of 2018. Was that a good offseason for the Angels? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, you got Shohei Otani. You got Zach Kozar. You got uh, Justin Upton. And, you know, back then, those were exciting moves. We were in a situation we were all excited. The Angels won the offseason that year, and if not, we're a team that, you know, arguably won the offseason. It was a talking point and was certainly, you weren't going to get laughed out of the room if you said, hey, the Angels won this offseason. But once you'd factor it in Shoei Otani, then yeah, maybe the Angels did win that offseason. So, you know, was Shoei Otani excited about the Angels' possibility? Yeah, could have been. Absolutely could have been. But... Was the Angels the best option for Otani in 2018, personnel-wise? If you were Shohei Otani, did you think the Angels were going to win the World Series that year? Maybe not. You know, could he have won a World Series somewhere else easier? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Shohei Otani had to have known a little bit about what he was getting himself into. You know, the Angels were already going through an injury crisis prior to that. And it has only gotten worse in the Shohei Otani era. Shohei Otani wasn't the only person who had something, you know, bad to say. Joe Madden was quoted saying, this cannot continue to go on. We can't annually be in this position. This organization is better than that. We deserve better than that. I mean, some of this has to fall on Joe Madden. Joe, you have to get these guys to buy into you, buy into your system. You know, he's had, he had last year and granted it was a, a rough year for everybody. You know, he only had two months. He had 60 games. So I understand that aspect. But this year, aside from the injuries, what's the excuse? And that's another thing. Why are so many players getting injured? You know, every team has injuries. Look at that blue team up north that we hate. They've had multiple injuries, yet they've remained competitive. What's the difference? They have had good plays, good performances. Unfortunately, the Angels simply haven't. Hopefully things change because they have to. I do agree with Joe Madden in the sense of things get old. They get very old. Something has to give. The definition of insanity is, you know, going through the same actions and expecting a different result. That's exactly what Artie Moreno has done during the Artie Moreno era. If you guys haven't already listened to that interview with Urinating Tree, uh, go ahead and listen or watch it on YouTube. And then watch Urinating Tree's Artie Moreno, LA's Dark Angel. Both of those, you know, our interview basically covers that same video. 
but it really dives into the problems that have occurred during the Artie Moreno era. Artie Moreno keeps throwing money at this in the wrong areas and expecting a different result. Guys, it's not going to change. We can't be in a situation where we keep having these top-heavy payrolls. There's nothing wrong with having a guy like Mike Trout. Hell, there might not even be anything wrong with having an Anthony Rendon. But the uh, the problem is when you have three or four guys that are taking almost all of your payroll. As of right now, it's... You know, uh, Justin Upton, I, I don't know why I keep saying, you know, I, like I said, I, I'm tired. I apologize because Mike Trout, Rendon, Upton, and then you had Pujols this year. You know, those guys, you know, $100 million, you know, and those guys have been injured. I mean, up, uh, uh, Pujols isn't even on the team anymore. Upton's hurt. Trout's hurt. Rendon's hurt. That is a lot of dead money. It's hard to overcome, you know, those hills it's that that's not a mohill that's mount everest that's a peak that you now have to climb so it's just it's crazy it's just we can't keep doing that absolutely it starts with the training staff already marina look at your training staff it's the same guys nothing's changed maybe you should go to some more modern techniques Make these guys do yoga. Hell, I've been to practices and seen these guys not properly stretch. Force these guys to stretch. Stretching prevents injuries. If it didn't, people wouldn't be stretching. Nobody would be wasting their time stretching if there was no benefit. Trust me, everybody hates stretching. I've never been a single human being who's like, yep, can't wait to get the stretch in. You know, Stretch so you don't hurt yourself is why people do it. Maybe that's why somebody might enjoy it. Some people like stretching because it prevents the injuries. But I've never met anybody who's like, yes, I love just stretching. That's it. That's the physical activity. We're stretching. So, you know, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. The Angels seem to always get in the situation where, hey, we got this big contract. Hey, we got this big contract. I hope this offseason is different. I've said it in the past on my on our last episode when I said I'm tired of the Angels constantly saying, hey, we want to get the biggest free agent. This year it's Max Scherzer. Guys, I'm tired of it. I don't care if it's Max Scherzer. I don't care if it's Noah Ryan in the prime. I don't care if it's Jesus Christ reincarnated who's going to help us. It's just Stop going after these big contracts. It has not panned out for the Angels. For once, I want to see the Angels make the right move, not the biggest move. The biggest move is hardly ever the right move, especially when the Angels have holes to fill. You know what? I've said this for years, but I honestly do believe that the Angels are closer today than they were this time. You know what? At this point of the season... Over any of the last six years. Maybe 2015 might have been the exception because it went down to the final game of the season that year. But the Angels right now have a situation where they have a young bull, a bullpen, or a young starting rotation who has shown potential. Suarez, Patrick Sandoval have shown potential. You never know what you're going to get out of Griffin Canning, another guy who shows potential. Uh, Reed Detmers, you know, is still young, but hey, he's shown some flashes. He's faced some very hard guys, uh, very hard teams during his short time up in the majors. Chris Rodriguez came out of the bullpen, was great to start the year. Uh, Austin Warren, great out of the bullpen this year. There's a lot of promise in a couple of those young guys. Guys, Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele showed promise. 
Jared Walsh was an all-star this year. Uh, David Fletcher, for most of the year, has been great. Max Stassi, same thing, for most of the year, has been great. Shortstop is going to be a situation. Maybe you address second base and you move Fletcher over to short. Don't overpay. Chris Taylor's available. Look into that. Look into making some moves. You know, I, I stop always going after the biggest name. I'm not above going after a catcher, maybe. You know, trade for a catcher. Christian Vasquez has a club option. Maybe ask the Red Sox if they give you uh, him cheap. Tucker Barnhart, same thing. There's options. You just got to get creative. That's something we're going to talk about as the offseason progresses. Uh, well, that's going to do it out of me, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for putting up with me. Like I said, it's late. Just want to throw this up there. On behalf of Halos in the infield, thank you guys for joining. Make sure to tune us, uh, tune into our pregames and postgames. Pregames are with James. Postgames are typically with Todd Fox. Season's about to wrap up here. We are doing a big roundtable where you take everybody from Halos of the infield. And we talk about the low points and the high points of the season. Should be an exciting episode. Can't wait to put it up for you guys. That will be available and recorded on Sunday. So probably on Monday, Tuesday, when that will be released. Thank you guys so much. And viva los angelitos!